good morning Fabcasters, this is Arbar with the drive time and I want to talk about taking thoughts captive. So I'm going to put on my seatbelt here. So taking thoughts captive, what does that mean? 2 Corinthians chapter 10, look at this multitasking, like, like this backing up doing podcasts. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, verse 2 Corinthians 10. Where is it? Sorry, I was just running around. 10, 4 through 5 says this. Paul is speaking to the Corinthians about people who are opposing him. Um, They're opposing thoughts about God. And it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. The world understands these things as addictions, as as behavior patterns, but but we understand this as a stronghold, as a spiritual root. Five, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. You hear that? And take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. I'm just doing one loop here. Oh. So let me hit let me hit this up here. I'm gonna park here and then talk about this. What is what does this look like for for us to take thoughts captive? So first of all, in this passage, uh, Paul's not talking about he's not talking about um, taking his own thoughts captive, if that makes sense. He's talking about other people who are opposing him. And destroying their arguments and their lofty opinions against God and then taking every every one of those thoughts captive to obey Christ. So I'm, I'm just going to skip some of the theological stuff here and get to how it applied to me yesterday and the day before and a few months ago. So I'm driving in a car with, with my buddy um, and his friend. And... So my buddy, he and I have been hanging out for a long time. We, we, all we talk about is surfing. You know, these are, these are non-believers. I have strategic relationships where I purposely make friends with non-believers because I believe that's what God called us to do. I don't only surround myself with church people. I purposely have these relationships. So um, one guy in the car, he goes, he goes, he can't wait to see some bikinis on the beach as we as we're about to go serving together but he didn't use the word bikinis and he says what about you ryan and i and i told him like bro i can't handle that man i I walk i'd walk around i'd I'd take the long way so i can avoid that and he goes are you what you serious i was like dude let me let me tell you and his name was paul by the way paul dude let me tell you this guy is so weak i'm gonna actually get driving here this guy is so weak, changed my mind, that I cannot handle that. I can't handle it. And I will look at something and it'll stick in my mind for a long time because my mind is so weak. I'll entertain thoughts that I shouldn't be entertaining. I'll look at things that I shouldn't be looking at. So what I do is I guard my heart and I'm just gonna go around. And the, and the, the guys couldn't fathom it. So what I'm doing there is I also want to break down his thoughts. So, so you're you're telling me that you can you can gawk at something and it not affect your heart. Is that what you're saying? I mean, you, you, so you've never brought 
those thoughts and those images to a place where it shouldn't be later on down the line when you're maybe with your wife or something like that? And as, as any guy, if he'll admit it, um, if he's being honest, he'll know he's not strong enough to be gawking and to be staring at things he shouldn't be staring at. We're just, we weren't meant to look at things and be able to just get rid of them. These things are, these things are damaging for our hearts. It's dangerous. And so I'm going to continue surfing with these guys. I'm going to continue hanging out with them. But every time these thoughts come up, I'm going to be the one to take them captive. Like, is that, is it really harmless? Because if that's the lie that it's, that it's harmless, I want to take that thought and shed some truth on that thing. Maybe that's one way to implicate 2 Corinthians 10. Maybe. I'm not fully convinced, but, but that's the way I have been taking people's thoughts captive. Another guy, um, another guy in my office, all we talk about is, is the weather, things like that. Small talk. And it's purposeful, and I and I enjoy it as well. But um, he's this guy, one guy in particular. He's joking around with me. He's asking if I look at stuff on on, on the internet as well, the typical lust stuff. And and he's and I tell him no. I mean, not anymore. And he he's jokingly throws it in there. Well, I do. This actually helps me. Helps me. And. Um, so how could I respond to that? I mean, it's half in jest, it's half joking, but he's being crass and he's, why are you talking to me like this? This is, this is an inappropriate way. I just thank him. I go, hey, thanks, bro. Thanks for sharing that to me. You know what that was? That was you exposing some of this junk in your life. And you, and you told me for a reason. Because deep down inside, you, you want freedom from that. No. What are you talking about? Yeah, man, that stuff is dangerous for the soul. Like, there's no way that you can look at those things and not affect your heart. And to believe it, 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 it doesn't affect your heart. Well, that's, that's deception. And plus, how much of this does your wife know? And he goes, oh, she would, she would, she would cut my throat. And I was like, that's right. So now you're dealing with shame. And you have some guilt in there which is the internal piece. And then shame, when shame has now become external, so when you're with your wife, you, 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 you look down. But I'm so glad you told me, bro. Like, like, you didn't have to tell me, but you did. Now I know exactly how to pray for you. Now you know that this is, this is bad. So, um, yeah, that, that's another way to take things captive. But I'm, I'm constantly in the mode of being able to listen now. And if there are arguments... And if there are opinions that are, that are against the knowledge of God, then I can just take those things captive and say, tell me about that. So tell me, tell me um, why you believe that doing that, looking at that, thinking like that is a good thing for your soul. Oh, you've, you've never thought about the soul. Well, here's how it works, bro. Psychosomatics, that, that which fills the psyche often works its way into the soma, so it does affect you. Um, you know, another guy was, was saying like, well, what, what my family doesn't know can't hurt them. And I beg to differ. That is, that is completely opposed of the knowledge of God. Those are arguments against what God has said, and God has says this, this is bad. 
this is bad for the soul. What, what if, what if by seeing things, tasting things, touching things behind our family's back, what if it brings a bad spirit into the house? What if it's, what if it creates a hostile environment? What if it, what if it has uh, physical effects? Would that not be horrible? So I, I just want to hear everything. I want to be a good friend. I want to be a good listener and be able to, to hear where thoughts, attitudes um, of the heart are opposed to the things of God. And then graciously, Lord, how would, how would you say this? But for me, it's, it's been recently just being able to say, thanks, man. Even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't just... Even if it was a joke, even if it was like a little poke and prod towards me, I'd say, thanks, man. You know what you just did? You just exposed sin. Yeah, you might not have ever called it sin, but you just exposed a little bit of shame in your heart. I, I love it, man. I, I will always be able in receive mode, and I'll meet you there as well. And I'll tell you about some of my own stuff. And we'll just, this is cool, man. So you're more free today than you were yesterday because yesterday you didn't share this. Today you did. That's amazing. Anyways, uh, 2 Corinthians 10, taking thoughts captive. We take other people's thoughts captive. We take people who are opposed to God. We take their thoughts captive and we shed light on it. And we make those thoughts obedient to Christ. So there's there's a, a few people who say, they look at this passage and they say, that's right, we're not supposed to take our own thoughts captive. We're supposed to take other people's thoughts captive, people who are enemies of God. And, and so now here's here's another unorthodox uh, perspective that um, who is my worst enemy? Well, it's me. It's my flesh. Because nobody can make me believe a lie. I choose to believe every lie that I'm believing. So I, too, have thoughts that are arguments against God, lofty opinions against the knowledge of God. So I'm going to take those thoughts captive. So I do get to take my thoughts captive and I make those thoughts obedient to Christ. As far as the rest of the passage, it's all good. I mean, he talks about spiritual stuff. Yep, it's good. Second Corinthians chapter 10, read it. All right, Fabcasters, talk to you later. Peace.